0: Rattalone's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, looking for wonderful people to work there. It'd be an enjoyable environment. Bring you Garage Logic Podcast number 657, July 22nd, 2020. 105 degrees on this day in 1934, and 49 degrees was the low in 1947. If you want a lake home, wait a minute, I got some new stuff I want you to read. I want to read. To you got you. new stuff about Aquasite? I Aquaside? want to read to you about Aquasite. Uh, because I I personally have used these products. And speaking of that, and they're they're not here. Where the, in the hell are they? The uh,
1: the GLers were having quite a bit of sport on the social media platforms with your were, videos yeah. uh, of you using the Aquaside products. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's just that easy, as Joe said. You just uh, Kenny, you just spray them out right there in the uh, in the weeds just and get rid of the muck. Out. Oh, it's like feeding the feeding the geese.
0: Let Aquaside <laughs> help you get the muck out with AquaClear pellets. They're organic pellets that eat up dead leaves, dead weeds, and animal byproducts, and all the stuff that creates muck and murk and bad odors. Totally organic, so it won't harm the fish, the birds, the plants, and humans. You won't need a local permit. AquaClear will clear up the water and reduce the smell so you can enjoy swimming again. It's easy to use. You sprinkle it by hand once a week for four weeks. And Viola, it's gone. All the stuff's gone. It's easy. I actually did it, and you can watch a video of me getting the muck out. At my sister's place, we'll share a link on the GL Facebook and Twitter feed. Get the muck out with Aqua Clear pellets from the Aquaside Company. Let me give you their phone number. Why not? It'll help identify your problem. White Bear Lake Company, 1 800 328 9350. Yep, that's the wrong one. <laughs> yep, feel it. Hey, how are from you? the mayor's <laughs> office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop, here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere.
1: May I share one quick thing? Because I know you have a ton to get to today. You may. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You recall yesterday... That I was you—you you allowed me the opportunity to promote our Fox Nine Town Ball game last night down in Faribault. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake of saying, "Hey, if you heard about this, just mention GL and your first beer's on me." What
0: would that cost you? Whoops. I
1: get to the concession stand after the game because they always allow me to run a tab, right? And then uh, and then I'll settle up with them at the end. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Thank you, G others, uh-huh. for showing up to the game last <laughs> a couple night. couple hundred bucks? That one, that one cost me last night. Wow. But that was well worth it. It was, uh, it was well worth it. You're hey, uh, Reeves told me to come by and say hi.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh, the Chief has written, all hail the what the hell are we talking about staff. Joel, the other day I was driving while I heard your EcoFund spot proclaiming their back-to-school sale, either a month early or a year late, depending how you look at it. I had much-needed laugh at your expense. However, last night about 2.45 a.m. when our baby girl decided it was lunchtime and refused to go back to sleep, I pulled up the second half of GL and rocked her into a comatose slumber. It wasn't 20 seconds after I decided it was safe to put her down, when you ask that hillbilly about the haze up in his area. After listening to that dummy incessantly ramble about alfalfa and hay bushels like a clueless buffoon for 60 seconds, I almost swallowed my teeth trying to hold in my laughter, waking the baby in the process. Knowing I couldn't ask the RC for help during... Uh, Due to Kennedy's incompetence, I sat back down and queued up the rest of the show. Guess I better stick to the garage or truck for my GL episode. See you at the fair. First round's on me. The next four are on Such. I like that plan. Chief. (laughs) I like Chief, that plan a lot. I
1: have yeah.
2: one thing to say to you, Chief.
3: You're welcome. <laughs> yeah,
2: welcome.
3: Oh. I listened to that this morning. You were so excited to explain it to me. John,
2: did it sound like Hayes? Because I've no I've, I've played it Hayes for Hayes right away. I mean yes, you did. it sounded like Hayes. Yeah. Because I played it for the roommate and, and she said, Why are you playing this for me and why does he care about hay?
3: Mm. No, I heard haze, and I, then when you started
1: talking, I was very confused. Well, that's But you how, were excited, so you were
3: selling it. You were selling isn't it.
1: Isn't that how Clem would have pronounced it? Yeah. I got haze in the barn. Right.
3: I got haze. That's the first time
2: since I've known, Such, and what, I've known you since, what, Vietnam at least, uh, <laughs> that you've actually asked me something I care about. Yeah. So, there you go.
0: <laughs> first, just, first time. You just first time the, the, for everything. You just answered the wrong way, that's all. Right. It's not a problem. <laughs> Stacy, the GL geologist weighs in. Mother is rumbling south of Panama, 6.8. Uh, mm. That's a big one. Large earthquakes down south apparently it was felt throughout Costa Rica. No immediate reports of damage, and a tsunami was not expected. Good luck. Stacy, the GL geologist. I'd like to go to Panama. You've never been? Panama! <laughs> Wait, Sorry. it was rumbling where? Costa Bleepin' Rica. That's where it was. That's right. Do you have the, uh, I was alerted by an emailer that uh, we play that uh, that audio of a fellow who's asked, uh, during the pandemic, would you rather be uh, quarantined with your family, A, or, and then he blurts out B. Yes. Okay, well, he's not the original blurting out the B guy. Oh, I didn't know you wanted that. Well, I don't think we can play that. Yeah, we're
1: going to play it. Okay. It's Al Bundy. <laughs> that's that's my point it's copyright oh, material but, so but you know what uh, if, the lawyers, if the lawyers are listening 60 million dollar if the uh, lawyers <laughs> are listening this tab's on joe not on reavers this is al bundy and this is loading on youtube currently this is a this is picking a good time. two
4: who would you rather spend the night with a your wife or b b <laughs> See,
0: so it wasn't new the guy with the, no. with, the uh, with the quarantine huh. that wasn't new were you guys m- fans of
1: married with children i don't no. think i ever watched it
0: i, I really couldn't, wasn't no i couldn't stand it
1: okay yeah. b it was a little ahead of my time mm-hmm. i remember seeing episodes but it was a little ahead of my time
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> well
1: that's fine
2: but that katie what's her name the actress seagull katie Seagal, an amazing seagull. Seagull. Amazing, oh. amazing actor very good steven Seagal. Katie
1: Siegel,
0: yeah. Got A it. Minneapolis City Council Committee pushed forward on Wednesday with a measure that would give the voters power to replace the city police department. The, and you would be insane to do that, Minneapolis. The amendment proposed and submitted by the advocacy group Yes for Minneapolis calls for public safety to have a comprehensive public health approach but does not explain what that means. Under the plan, the police department would be replaced in the charter with a public safety department but doesn't outline how the department will work or be structured. I am persuaded this is not going to get better with another two weeks, said Councilmember Steve Fletcher. I'm persuaded that this language is a version of describing the intention of the petitioner and 20,000 people who signed the petition saying they want to create a significant change and that we should put it on the ballot. So I'm going to go ahead and move for approval of the language as is. They're squabbling with each other now, the the, uh, council. The amendment was approved by the Policy and Government Oversight Committee by a vote of 11 to 2. It will now be heard uh, by the full council for a vote. If approved by the council, it will be included on the general election ballot in November. And I just find this preposterous because as, as we have come to understand since the uh, uh, death of George Floyd, we have really come to understand how horribly inadequate and incompetent those people are when it comes to running a city. And they have yet to back off their ideas that the, that the police department should be uh, eliminated. Uh, it's all over the Minneapolis Tribune today. In fact, it's the play story, Clash Over Minneapolis Ballot Wording. And so you've got salon members throwing their purses at each other. They're really squabbling about this because they're worried that it, they're, they, they, could, they they're worried they could end up with language that would still result in having a police department.
2: Right. That's what they're worried right. about. Right, they don't want an explanation on the ballot.
0: Yeah, they don't want an explanation because they're worried that they wouldn't win.
2: So they're going to throw gibberish on there, so voters will go, wait, what?
0: <laughs> and if that Sheila Nizhad wins, it's over for Minneapolis. Because she's, she's at the point where she says, can you believe I'm running against a guy who is actually in favor of police?
1: Well, what did I read? There was a story. Oh, I just saw the headline. This here. is stupid. These people are stupid. And John's yeah. gonna John's gonna be shocked by this, but I read the I just read the headline. I didn't read the entire story. Yeah. Shocking! Uh, but there was a new study. This is a this is a story from Alpha News. Uh, a new study found that Minneapolis experienced the fifth highest increase in homicides in the entire nation between 2019 and 2021.
0: We don't need cops. Well, what do we need those? What do we need them for? These are stupid, stupid people. They are really stupid. They're not trained in anything except activism. They're not competent. And they have their constituencies that think this is just great. But if you're a hardworking Minneapolitan and you're the one paying the taxes, you better rally your neighbors and get to the polls
1: All right, in here, November. Here it is. The overall rankings were based on both a city's current homicide rate and the change in its number of homicides across the last two years. Minneapolis landed in the 11th position overall behind cities like New Orleans, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Philadelphia, and Detroit, according to the Wallet Hub survey. From the second quarter of 2019 to the second quarter of 2021, the city of Lake saw the fifth highest increase in per capita homicides in the nation. In this time, Minneapolis endured the death of George Floyd excuse me, in unprecedented levels of rioting, mass unemployment caused by lockdowns, and a political assault on its own police department. There
0: you go. Speaking of which, and I'm not being facetious, I think it was a miracle that the uh, Aquitennial Torchlight Parade was held last night and there's been no reports of violence that I'm aware of. No reports of shootings or burning or looting. After a year off because of the pandemic, the Aquitennial Celebration returned and is running through Saturday. It launched last night with the Torchlight Parade downtown where Planet Spirits' Hosiah Williams, there's a picture of him here, performed a series of flips along Nicollet Avenue. And then there's a picture of Miss Buffalo, Mackenzie Flading, right. Right, meaning right in the picture. She's oh, okay. the right one. Gotcha. And, and, and the Buffalo <laughs> Days princesses Wait, did wave... you just read the caption? I'm, I am, and I'm... Not. <laughs>
1: Right,
0: right. Right, she's over on the right there. Photo courtesy right. of AP. And then you got the Buffalo Days princesses. <laughs> they wave to parade goers. And on Thursday, that's today, the Twin Cities River Rats water ski show.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Begins at 7 p.m. on the Mississippi River. Have you ever watched that, Joe? It's That's yes. yes.
1: neat. I, that is a really cool, that's a, that's a spectacle.
0: A schedule of events is available at wahwahwah.aquatennial.com. So they're pulling it off, and that's great. I'm serious when I say it. I'm amazed. There was no violence that I'm aware of. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It was a hot night. It was. Uh, in the old days, of course, the torchlight parade, they would wait till it was dark and then actually carry torches. Now, I don't believe they did that last night. This photograph of this fellow doing a flip and, this, and these uh, princesses from Buffalo waving to people, that's all in the daylight. So maybe the torchlight parade was held last night at you know 7 pm. to 9 pm. Sure, sure. And now you're in full light, even though there was haze from the, uh, from the barn, from the s- smoke <laughs> over a distant
1: fire. I, so. I, I glanced ahead in this particular article that I just read from Joe. Mm-hmm. There is a quote in here that I think should be brought up.
0: What this is the uh, increase in homicides in Minneapolis? Correct.
1: So they found a, a woman by the name of Diane. Burn holes, mm-hmm. to quote in this story. She is a lecturer at the University of California, Los Angeles School of Law. She's also a formal, former federal prosecutor. Mm-hmm. She had a different take on this particular story. You ready for this? Sure. She pointed out that many states instituted early release policies for prisoners in response to COVID-19, an idea that was recently criticized by the Minnesota police chief. Here we go. Quote. California, for example, granted early release to thousands of prisoners in an effort to slow the spread of the virus in the prison system, she told. Another approach undertaken by states was to reduce the number of incoming prisoners by granting diversion for lower level crimes. Mm -hmm. Criminal trials were postponed for a time, resulting in the release of defendants due to statutory speedy trial requirements.
0: Are you aware of the uh, video we talked about about a month ago of the fellow in a... I don't know, I think it was a Target store in San Francisco. Yes. Who drove his bike in. Yep. Stole all the stuff and then rode the bike out. Now there's a new video of people walking into stores in San Francisco, walking and calmly stealing under a thousand dollars worth of stuff, because that's only a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. And then walking out unchallenged. Yep.
2: Armloads. I mean Arm loads. Uh, well, the one guy has a huge backpack on mm-hmm. and it's
0: full of stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> well, I'm not gonna it's only it's only nine hundred dollars worth of stuff, Joe.
0: Well, it's just amazing because there's the the expectations are just falling, aren't they? Well,
1: think if you're a taxpayer in California and you see that, and I don't know if you know this, but taxes in California are a little high. I didn't know that. If you saw that quote, <laughs> yeah. I'm mad and I don't live in California. Right.
0: Oh, it's incredible. What's what's happening is just incredible. But this is positive Thursday.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Isn't it? You're right.
0: Huh? <laughs> Aren't we trying to be upbeat? We got John Height in the house, and we got Kenny still combing Arby's cheese out of his beard up in the <laughs> up in the hinterlands, and uh, we've got all kinds of neat stuff today, uh, including uh, again. I'll try to keep it brief. A uh, John Thompson update. Oh, we have... Uh, I think people are tired of John Thompson. I know I am. But it's the biggest news story in the state of Minnesota right now. It's a shame when a person of that stature, which was given to him by virtue of being in the legislature, is such a lout. Because it sets such a bad example to young people who might be looking at him. Are you considering uh, changing where you work, given the current conditions of this culture? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you come on down, Kenny, and get yourself a building at Center Point of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. It's a locally owned and operated. It's an eight-building campus on a park-like setting surrounded by trees and walking trails and great places to have your lunch outside. And you park in your own spot, free, right in front of the building, and there's no waiting for elevators. The buildings are single-story. They'll have their own west- restrooms, of course, and each space is customizable for exactly what you need. And it's convenient to the airport in both downtowns and close to Highway 55, 62, 494, and 35E. Uh, I can't think of a better, better location. I've toured it myself. It's fantastic. It's comfortable. It's shady. And it's away from the inconveniences of road construction and waiting for elevators and God knows what else what you might find on the streets of downtown St. Paul or downtown Minneapolis. Find out more at escape
1: you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at hoffermanwater.com, and please let them know that Garage Logic sent you.
0: Reality with a bite, the Joe Schuray Show, easy for me to say.
2: Get them while you can. Once again, the... Hazy sun came up today. DK Mag swung open them door, dem doors at 10 a.m. But they're open 24 hours a day on the web, dkmags.com. These Second Amendment items we all love so, well, constantly under a sale. Uh, and that's why a trip to the old website and maybe a follow-up visit to the store on Old 8 in New Brighton is definitely worth your while if you're thinking about a purchase. Firearms or accessories or ammunition. DK Mags, they have an ample selection of all of the above. New and used firearms from tiny little purse units that uh, Chris would carry to big long guns that Kenny would sling over his shoulder. And what's not in store, they can be ordered if in fact they are available. Answering questions, assisting customers, That's what the DK Mags employees do the best. They can also assist with gunsmith issues if you're not comfortable or qualified. I've used them many times. DKMags.com and Monticello Pawn and Gun, my shops of choice, worth checking out. A shop for GLers run by GLers, DKMags.com.
0: In our brief John Thompson segment, we discovered yesterday that he was found guilty of of misdemeanor, of uh, destruction of... Justice. Obstruction. Obstruction of justice. Well, he's destroyed mm-hmm. it, too. And uh, disturbing the peace and trespassing. This all happened at a, an incident at North Memorial Hospital back in 2019. And it's just uh, uh, delusional to hear him and his lawyers say what they've said. He said he met disrespect with disrespect. In other words, asking him to behave in a hospital setting was disrespecting him because he jumped to the race card again. Instantly. Instantly. It's a hospital. It's where people are being, you don't go out there and immediately start banging on door. He blocked the emergency room door. Uh, They had a friend out there, somebody who was in trouble. That friend is good now. He said, I'm going to continue fighting for people who look just like me. People who don't have a voice. I'm going to continue to be that voice. This is just a bump in the road for me. And he's got six months probation. He, he won't. Uh, he'll do 30 days in the workhouse if he commits a crime during that six months, which is very likely, based on his track record. Very likely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and they still haven't taken action. Melissa Hortman still hasn't taken action against him in the uh, in the House, and he uh, continues to insist that he hasn't made his decision yet on resigning i'm I'm of the belief with each passing day that he that he won't resign
1: so I have a question about that. you know obviously all of the d f l heads have come come forward and said that he should resign. Do you think that this is laziness on their part or are they afraid of the repercussions?
2: No, none of the above Chris okay, they want this to go away and just let him be
1: mm-hmm. I don't wow. think they're
2: afraid of repercussions are they they're going to let this lie. They're not going to pursue it. Do you see anybody pursuing it?
0: The real huh? shame of this, the real shame of this, uh, I've always contended that what should be gotten to the bottom of was the legality of his election. That that does not appear to be taking place by state officials.
1: Or were they waiting for this particular court case to be over with, to be resolved? Well, I, I, maybe. Because this just happened yesterday.
0: But the but the real shame, uh, and this would apply to more people than John Thompson. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the more you are finding the development of constituent groups who would find his behavior entirely acceptable. That mm-hmm. they they agree that uh, they should have they should be immune from any interaction with police. They should not be expected to follow the rules that other people make because they're going to insist those rules are descended from the white patriarchal founding of the country. And with each passing day, as those constituencies grow in numbers, uh, guys like John Thompson continue to get almost a fan club. Yeah. He, he continues to, I said jokingly last week, we're two weeks away from the statue. Well, what's going to happen? I'm afraid is a, he's not going to resign uh, B, he, uh, he he can't possibly survive an ethics hearing. He just can't. That would be truly delusional if he did. But I think what's going to happen is that he will continue to be recognized and acknowledge, acknowledged as a strong voice for people of color. I really do. Which is a shame because he's not. He's leading you down the wrong he's road. He's
1: the opposite yeah, of that.
0: He's a, he's a pathetic guy who who uh, is ruining, uh, ruining it for a lot of people. He, he's, he's setting up a path that they might follow, which is illegal. His behavior in many mm-hmm. cases has been illegal and criminal, and he flaunts that. Just like he's flaunting this idea that he should have been expected to behave at a hospital setting and when he was arrested, accused the police of discrimination, which was not the case at all. He was there wreaking havoc. Well, doctors and nurses are trying to do a job. Ambulances couldn't get in there. The, the, and he's going to continue to develop a following that will find him. Do you think this Sheila Nizhad, for example, who's running against Fry in Minneapolis, do you think she would be uh, uh, of a nature to uh, condemn the behavior of John Thompson? No. I don't think Not so all, either. No. N- Nakima levy Armstrong, do you think she's? no, she in fact, she insists that he was stopped for racial profiling. And you couldn't give her a parking ticket. You'd be accused of of racism. Minneapolis people, if I can't believe I have to say this. If you don't vote for Fry, you're insane. and And I'm no fan of Fry, but he's we'll save that on a loop. He's Winston Churchill <laughs> compared to who's running against him. But remember, the left only run against the leftist incumbent if the incumbent isn't left enough, <laughs> and Fry is not left enough for the likes of Sheila Nizhad, who has no earthly idea uh, how to run a city, never has worked outside what, of activism.
1: I, I was trying to find, there was a, I believe there was an email that was sent to us regarding this. You guys are going to have to help me because I didn't read the entire transcript of his court, but... Apparently he said, can someone like me who's dressed in a suit be guilty? Was that accurate? I don't, I'm don't. i not recalling that quote. I, I don't know. Okay. Hmm? Then I don't want well, because someone had sent it to us, and it looked like it was a transcript from, um, from the court case yesterday. But I can't hmm. find it in here now. Which, meaning that, well, John, just because you have a suit on doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs> That's a shame, because he's going to be looked up to. And and as a result of wrong messages being sent to the people who would do the looking up, and and they're buying into this idea that uh, people of color uh, should be able to behave the way John Thompson does, uh, and their excuse would be because we've endured uh, such history of racism and systemic racism. Uh, just it's not there's no way to prove that Thompson currently is the subject of any racism whatsoever. He's the subject of the laws on the books in the state of Minnesota, of which he is now part of a legislative body that makes the laws. So if he was really true to his beliefs, what are the only legislative accomplishments he could, he could intend to bring about? That would be loosening the laws.
2: Get ring, yeah. Get ri- right. Getting rid of laws. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't see this going anywhere joe i don't
0: see him resigning i'm afraid you're both right
2: and i don't see the dfl pursuing this if any noise happens it's going to be from the republicans
0: well on that matter we have this uh we have this uh house republicans had called on melissa hortman to act after thompson refused to step down i'm disappointed in speaker uh, hortman's inaction said uh, kurt doubt the demands for Representative Thompson's resignation from Speaker Hortman and the DFL majority ring hollow when they refuse to take any steps to hold him accountable. We are reviewing Speaker Hortman's letter and we'll be preparing a response. Uh, that's in response to uh, uh, Hortman saying, The recent reports and actions of Representative John Thompson are deeply troubling, which is why I have called for his immediate resignation, Hortman wrote in a letter to Minority Leader Kurt Dowd. But he hasn't resigned, and Hortman hasn't taken any action to demand his resignation.
3: Yeah, she, uh, she said she wouldn't take any until the
0: criminal trial was It's well, done. Open,
3: but now it's it's done, right? So now now's the time. What to are you going to do,
0: Melissa? What are you yeah, going to do?
3: Let's let's do something
0: because uh, I'm afraid he's going to be around. I think that's where we're at. I think he's it was be two around.
2: days ago, was it not? It, it wasn't yesterday, like Chris said, wasn't it? Two days ago? Oh, it
0: was. I'm sorry. No, it was
1: yesterday.
2: Oh, it was? Yeah, the court... That's what I thought.
0: The court uh, ended yesterday. Sorry, Joe.
1: I've been in a haze. Purple? (laughs) Uh,
0: It says here... I'm sorry.
1: Well, I was just reading Hauser's account,
0: because his his story was posted last night, I believe. A Hennepin County jury found Thompson guilty Wednesday of misdemeanor charges of obstruction of justice in connection with the 2019 incident at North Memorial Hospital... He was sentenced to six months probation, according to the Pioneer Press. The Star Tribune now has to use the Pioneer Press because the Pioneer Press has been leading the way on this story. And he will avoid a 30-day county workhouse stint if he does not commit crimes during that period, and even if he did, all he's going to say is, "Oh, you're just discriminating against me." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the automatic
1: reaction yeah. from Mr. Thompson. You're stopping you me. Read, yeah,
2: you you read his quote, Joe. I'm going to continue to be uh, fighting for the people who look just like me, people mm-hmm. that don't have a voice. You, he, he doesn't deserve to have a
1: voice.
0: Mm-hmm. But no. I said
1: this yesterday, and I'll say it again, John. That's great, but every time cameras are, you know pointing at you when you're going into the court you're pretending to be on your cell phone you're shooing them away well you're you're the one that's saying that you're you don't want your voice to be heard
0: he deserves to have a voice he just doesn't deserve to have a voice as a legislator
1: yeah right correct
0: he can't he, he also, can't hold that up uh, right.
3: he also yesterday begged afterwards for the media to just you know leave him alone <laughs> I'll I'll have something to say at a, a later date but please don't ask me anything now so what
2: do you think about the public and certain People on social tying in uh, Ellison and his history of uh,
1: domestic abuse.
2: Yeah, what do you what do it's, you make it's, of it's that? It's
0: not Joe? it's not being tied in with it. No one is pursuing Ellison. Ellison, in fact, refuses to demand Thompson's resignation.
2: No, no. People have made numerous references on social about
1: Ellison's uh, alleged. Kenny's referring to non-media people, Joe.
0: Well, that's. That's the great unwashed of Twitter. What that, that that will have no bearing on anything.
2: Well, I think the woman that brought the accusations uh, toward him is is the one leading the charge.
0: Is that is she currently doing that?
2: Um, they were. This came and you know, went years ago. John, were they dismissed or just
1: ignored? You're the fact checker I am, here. I
3: am not sure. I will double check. I don't want to say it without. Uh... Without knowing for sure. Why
1: oh, not, John? Just throw it against the wall. No, man. all, all I
0: recall... Well, that's your job, Chris. That's your yeah, job. That's true. Exactly. All I recall is when the initial allegations came up, they went away very quickly. And he never uh, issued a comment. I don't
1: believe so. No, he never did. I don't believe so. It's amazing. It's truly amazing, fellas.
2: Well, Hortman needs to handle this before the close of business today. Well,
1: it's just the double standard. If you belong to one political party... You get to skate on virtually everything. If you belong to another political party, your entire life is well, under a microscope. Well, not everything. I mean, Franken got sent down the river. That's true. No, that's you know,
2: true. Not everything. But
1: he elected to, did he not? Yeah.
2: Uh, well, he was urged. See, here's but that was on the national level.
0: As 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 the constituency builds in defense of Thompson, people who say the things we're saying will just be called racist. Mm-hmm. It's totally, yeah, no. Yeah it's we all it's, are. it's racist for a white person apparently to expect John Thompson to behave well, himself at a hospital
2: well the, the, I know the obvious answer but I guess we have to make it clear then this his kind of behavior isn't acceptable for anybody no any nationality any no. color any any his any background it, it, this this is not acceptable behavior for a human being
0: right. But we've seen what's happening. The pattern is developing where everything is being held up to scrutiny. Traffic is racist. The lack of trees is racist. The (laughs) English language is racist. It's all stemming from that central original point that what's being sold in great measure is the idea that the country's flawed, that these rules and regulations were set up to benefit only white people. And they're under contention every day by the likes of Thompson and whoever is coaching him. Mm-hmm. And I personally believe he is being coached. When you hear him, not well. When you hear him out on the street, he doesn't sound like a guy who's coming up with his own thoughts. He's a, he's a, he's he speaks in the street vernacular when he's captured out on the streets. They spells country Countryside. So that's going to conclude our brief. Oh, wait a our me, brief wait, Thompson wait, wait. segment. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Brief.
2: Back up and explain what you just said. You think he is being coached to speak like he is? Or, no, no, or no. What, what do you What do you say? I,
0: I think he's being coached by people who are telling him that he is preaching the right message. That he is being oh. attacked only because he's a a person of color. Oh. Oh. i'm I'm not talking literally his vernacular. i'm I'm talking about ideology. I think he has supporters see, that we don't know anything about who are rooting on the idea that he's spreading the gospel.
2: See, I would have expected the other thing, him being coached by people that are saying, next time a microphone's shoved in your face, keep your mouth shut, shut up. I don't that, think so That, that was the coaching so. i I would expect him to
0: receive right. I don't think he's I don't think he's getting that kind of coaching. All right. yes, John. Getting,
2: all
3: right. The uh, I just have more on the Ellison case. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Apparently, uh, the charges were not pursued because the woman said she had a video, but she would not release the video. I
0: recall that. Uh, yeah.
3: So nothing came of that, and he did do several interviews where he said he was he he denied the whole thing, said he didn't do any of it, and he was worried about what to say because it was in the middle of the Me Too movement, and he didn't want to. A disgrace or whatever, make the Me Too movement go away. So he was, and it was sure right before he... the
1: election, correct?
3: It was during the yeah run up yep. to the election. Yes, okay. that all of it happened. Yep, thank you. But
1: there were photos that surfaced, if I'm not mistaken.
3: I don't recall S-
2: any but... something. F- Something I remember seeing something, but if she's not going to release the full video, would, would does it incriminate somebody else or herself or what? Uh,
0: no, we, I don't we can't think even so. speculate.
3: Just, uh, yeah,
0: that would that would suggest to me that she's not currently involved in any social media hectoring to uh, to keep Ellison's name in the news. It sounds to me like she wants out of this situation and doesn't want to comment about it. Schmell's Countryside Volkswagen is one of the last Twin Cities true family-owned dealers. Multi-generational. They're on the corner of 36 and 61 in Maplewood. Great people selling great marks. Fiat, Alfa Romeo, and Volkswagen. 0% for up to 36 months now on all new Volkswagen vehicles, including the uh, Taos. That doesn't apply to the ID.4, the all-electric vehicle. My brother just got the Taos. He's been sending me photos. He's enamored. Uh, Five ID4s are available, 0% for up to 72 months on Fiats, and 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models. Great people, great service, great prices. I've enjoyed my time with uh, Schmelz. I've owned all three different kinds of these automobiles and will continue to. Uh, You can find out their inventory and find out much more at schmelzvw.com. SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com and SchmelzFiat.com.
1: Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it for me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold.
2: Reality with a bite.
0: The Joe Shuchere Show. Shush, Easy for me to say.
2: Uh, I have a very exciting event announcement. Hi, I'm Kenny. Uh, I work at the John Bansley podcast here. Uh, and it's the, uh, the very first annual Moon Motorsports Heritage and Vintage Motorcycle show coming up. Brought to you in partnership with VJMC Minnesota. Heritage. What is Heritage. It's a motorcycle designed with a retro look and styling, but all the modern goodies, uh, technology, performance, et cetera, et cetera. Just about every manufacturer nowadays is making them. You even see it with cars, the Bronco, a good example. What was old, brand new again, Triumph Motorcycles. They've been on this for years. They've been doing this with several of their models, and we all love Bonnevilles. BMW, they just released a really cool R18 Heritage Muscle Cruiser huge 1800 cc's massive box head uh, boxer heads it it looks like something right out of the 1940s it's sweet and you can ride these this new r18 at this moon event there's going to be a truckload of them so you can demo these things it's july 31st moon motorsports boy that's that's the end of next week. That's right. Uh, up in Monticello, south side of ninety four, just half a hop west of twenty five. But meanwhile, check out all the bikes, sleds, ATVs, side by sides. You can see them all at moonmotorsports.com. She took my beer.
5: In yeah. the police department. That's enough. Hello.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the John Bansley podcast. Sixty million. Say oh. you have uh, you have audio of our president uh, at a town hall last night that apparently was poorly attended. Uh, I read that was maybe only half capacity. Mm-hmm. And uh, among the questions was, what question, Chris? Uh, the question posed in this
1: particular clip uh, asked of President Biden is, when will children under 12 be able to get vaccinated?
5: That's underway, just like the other question that's illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. Yeah. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't the 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 experts say, we know that this virus is in fact, uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well,
1: that means, you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah what did
3: i just hear
1: i think what, what you that? heard was this
2: the police chief's role is to be <laughs> able to have a vision of what it
3: means for us to have a strong um focus
0: on what should police be focusing on oh
1: yeah it makes perfect sense
0: he also sounded like that kid who said do you ever have a dream when you're oh, get, you get out of, head of my head <laughs> oh my god you gotta god. find that yeah that uh <laughs> Hey, uh, President uh, Biden.
1: Um, what are your thoughts on um, children under twelve getting vaccinated? You know.
4: Have you ever had dreams that that you um you had you 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 could you do you would you <laughs> want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. The
1: police chief's role <laughs> is to be.
3: Able to have a vision of what it means for us to have a
1: strong um, focus on what should police Have be you focusing ever had a dream that. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather that kid ran our city. Oh, me too.
2: Just kid to be fair, serious. you should probably throw in the answer to uh, Joe's question yesterday. Hey, uh, how's the hay situation <laughs> up there? Because <laughs> uh, that's pretty much the same deal. Uh, so Biden.
0: Uh, Biden goes into a bank, and he wants to cash a check, but he didn't bring any ID, and the mm-hmm. clerk said, I'm sorry, sir, I realize you're the president, but we it's policy. We must see an ID, and sure. Biden said, but you know that I'm the president. You recognize me, and there must be something uh, I can do to demonstrate to you that I'm the president. And the clerk said, well, we did have Tiger Woods come in one time without an uh, uh, ID, and he went out to his car and brought back a putter and a ball, and he put, made a putt. Fifty feet across the bank floor. We set up a uh, device over there that he could put the ball into, and we 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 thought that proved it well enough. So he was able to cash his check. And then we had uh, uh, who's Djokovic's name? Mm-hmm, the tennis player, Jaker Djokovic. Yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, tennis player came in, and he didn't have a uh, he didn't have a ID either. And we said, could you demonstrate something to prove to us you're you're the great tennis player? And he went out to his car and brought back a racket and a ball and. And he hit five straight balls 50 feet across the bank floor and landed, wow. landed in a bucket. And they said, that's good enough. Here's your, uh, how would you like your bills? And so uh, the clerk said to Biden, is there anything you could do to you know, to demonstrate? And Biden says, absolutely nothing comes to my mind. Nothing. I can't think of a thing. And the bank clerk said, well, thank you. Would you like large bills or small bills? But over course, see, that was...
4: Uh-huh.
1: Amazing that the uh, bank had that much space for the the tennis. Oh player. yeah, it was, it was a big bank. Yeah, uh, yeah nice it, big lobby and everything.
0: I think it was originally Andre Agassi, but you all told me not to use that name. A little outdated. And my argument was, well, it was a long time ago. That's true.
1: Guy must the clerk might have been working there for some that's time. It, that's
0: yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we only play. We did that to Trump. You know. I mean, that's like, the beauty of garage logic. This is amazing. Everybody's fair game. The question Including was, us. when will kids get vaccinated? And his answer was very rambling, wasn't it?
2: Um, I think, I think it should be a daily um, a, a daily feature on GL featuring all politicians yeah. from all parts of the, the the globe and both sides of the aisle and mm-hmm. everything. I mean, there's no lack of material there. That's for sure. So no. on our, the vac- our last guy had at least three a day, didn't yeah, he? he? Yeah, he really
1: did. <laughs> so on the on the vaccination front, as it as it pertains to kids under 12. This is going to rear its ugly head here in the next month, isn't it? With schools starting back up shortly. Oh. I mean, there's already talk. Uh, what was it? What was the St. Paul news the other day that the, the the St. Paul School Board doesn't even want to open schools this fall? Didn't I read that? I'm
0: not sure you did. What you might have read was that they're consolidating grade schools because there's no enrollment. Okay, that's right. okay. That's what yeah. it was. So why are we spending yeah. so much money on it then? If well, you we, don't need these schools and the enrollment's dropping, why is there always an assessment for more money for education? Because there will never be enough, because education is run by union.
3: Joe, why do you hate the
0: kids? I do. I just hate yeah, Joe, kids.
3: Those little, little creeps.
2: But my, my, I guess my point is,
1: what evidence do we have that suggests that kids under 12 are a threat for people to, to, to be
0: infected by this virus? The White House is mulling a mask mandate, as we speak. Uh, another oh. national mask mandate, as we speak. And that, that's going to continue to lead to more uh, warfare, cultural warfare. You know? mm-hmm. but I'm a of, vaccine guy. I got vaccinated. I think
1: you're crazy not to. And if you're not, if you are vaccinated, then what's the point of having a mask, if, 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 of, of you wearing a mask? or I, You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, because I'm told. Droplets. I'm told. Droplets. Yeah, there's, but again, that's uh, like Scott Jensen told us, that's like, you know, a tennis net. <laughs> you sneeze and you think the tennis net is going to stop it?
1: Did he have droplets go all the way across the bank to prove who he mm-hmm. was?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're crazy not to get vaccinated. I really do. Mm. Uh, it works. It, it, if, well, it, We don't know mm. if it works. Mm. What it might no. work to do though is prevent you from dying. It might give your immune system enough juice to fight this thing off. We're but all if, vaccinated. But Kenny, if, you're vaccinated. But
1: if they require kids in this state to go back to school to be vaccinated, they're, we're talking about Public warfare.
0: Well, one. Kid I'm, not, I used, I'm not
1: vaccinating my kids. I'm sorry, I'm not doing Well, it.
0: The, one kid I, I think oh, the kids I used to so. have will oh. go along with it. I think the kids I used to have will get their kids vaccinated. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Aren't we seeing more and more people that have been vaxxed getting the virus? We are, but it's not
0: severe. Right. If they're it getting it, it, it it's not to the it's not to that. the degree where they're on ventilators.
3: And it's still only. It's about. I think I just read the other day four percent of vaccinated people have gotten it still, but it's like a cold as opposed to, Tell me like something. Joe said, perhaps uh, ending up on a ventilator.
2: I'll, I'll go with that. I'm down with that. Why did I get faxed? Because um, you, were, you uh, came to your senses. I lived up here in the land of no masks. I know, but I mean, you you
5: have some compromised s- health
2: issues. We're spitting in each other's face every day down right. at the neck. <laughs> you know?
5: Yeah.
0: No, I, I'd recommend any GLer to get one. I, I'm, I'm not going to worry about it if you don't. That's your deal. But did, You know what? We what should save this question
2: for tomorrow, but didn't Matt get the Johnson? Yes, he did. No, I'm not trying to make a joke here.
0: I he know. did, and there's been, been issues with that. Well, I told, you I told you yesterday, the youngest of the kids I used to have got the Johnson and Johnson and apparently has to go find another vaccine. That's oh, what she totally believes what. anyway. That's what she believes. Both and the can folks you mix in my the house two. got the Johnson. So, oh, you, you, can really? mix,
3: you can mix the you two,
0: can. yes. Okay. Yep. Okay, yes. good. Now, that kid I used to have has a 10-month-old. I, you wouldn't get a 10-month-old vaccinated, would you? Would Staff, I anyone? Uh, no, anyone? Would,
1: um,
2: I'm just thinking of myself, see. and the, I think the answer might be no, uh, but thank goodness I'm not in that position. Well,
1: that's, Kenny, that's, I, I do think you're right about Rook. Because um, as he left the, the clinic, um, I think this was, was was him getting to his
0: car. You've got your sunrise, <laughs> you caught a prize, you your mate and your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites, you your friends and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails, you, your kids and your Johnson, Saturday nights, distant lights, you your girl and your Johnson. I've asked you a million times, and I can't remember the answer. Was that really an ad campaign? Yes, for Johnson yeah, Motors. Yeah, yeah. It yep. was?
1: Yes. Johnson Bolt, Bolt Motors. Such, my, my 15-year-old
2: nephews have proven themselves to be quite the old Johnson mechanics. Good. There's nothing they, those these kids can't do, boy. Good. That's very good. Yeah, it's very impressive.
0: Can they play golf? Do they ever play golf? Not yet. Not Not until you
2: take them to Giants Ridge. Maybe if you would pick up the clubs again and invite them,
1: you know, along.
0: I quit again yesterday.
1: You did.
3: (laughs) You're
2: like me with smoke. No, he's Billy
0: Martin with George Steinbrenner. That's what he
2: is. (laughs) Yeah, that's even better.
0: Well, if you got them up to Giants Ridge, they'd have their choice between the quarry and the legend, two of the greatest public golf courses in the country, much less Minnesota. Fabulous. Giants Ridge offers group golf rates for groups of eight or more. They'll put together a customized tournament for you, a great 37-hole special this summer. Play the legend and the quarry on the same day. That's 36 holes of Minnesota's best golf plus lunch on them between rounds for one really great rate, 160 bucks plus tax on weekdays, and $175 plus tax on weekends, but it's, I've, I've told you, it's much more than golf. It's some of the most beautiful countryside in the state of Minnesota. It's a return to quietude and nature. There's water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and more. So you could put together a great family week up there. And uh, some of the gang plays golf, and some of the gang goes hiking, and some of the gang goes boating. You can view 3-D course flyovers of the legend in the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. And you can learn more or book tea times online at GiantsRidge.com or by calling them at
5: 218-865-8030. Shut up, Chris. Mr. Mike. <laughs> shut up, Chris. I'm Chris. saving that. Shut
2: up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, as you can tell, GLers, Mr. Mike Schoonover on the line to help us celebrate positive Thursday, Schoonover Body Works and Glass. They're on County E at Lex in Shoreview and, of course, on the World Wide Web at schoonoverbodyworks.com. Hiya, Mike. Hey, fellas. Good to be
4: here today with you.
2: I have a number of questions for you today. First, a follow-up to last weekend when we talked about parts, uh, the availability of parts. Do you guys ever use used parts? I happen to know a gal that backed into a tree, destroyed her real gate, uh, her real gate, excuse me, her tail lift gates, whatever it's called, and uh the body shop she went to couldn't find parts but they did find a used one do you guys ever do that is that okay
4: absolutely yeah it, it when it makes sense when the you know when the dollars make sense and you know when you buy a used part generally you're let's say that used gate you're getting the glass you're getting the latch you're getting the wiper you're getting everything so you're paying more for maybe what you need uh um, yeah but uh, especially these days, when when new parts are not available, and you got a car that's uh, dead in the water because of that, uh, and there's a used parts available, you're darn right. And, okay. and as long as it's a good used part, you know, there's nothing wrong with a, a good quality used parts, and there there's uh, plenty of, of vendors in uh, in the market, local market that sell good used parts, so that's not a problem.
2: Cool. I just wanted to ease the minds of GLers if that happens to come up when they stop into your joint. And another question, and we haven't discussed this a lot recently, how's the detailing business going? Are a lot of people stopping in there just to clean up, uh, have you guys clean up their disgusting cars or
4: trucks? It's going well. We, uh, you know, about uh, two months ago, we put out the call for some summer help and we got some some young fellows here that are uh, high school and college-age guys that uh, are working for us uh, that are helping clean up a bunch of cars. So it's going well. (laughs) Okay,
2: I swear on my mother's right arm that we did not talk beforehand, but you just led into my third and final question. Uh, The morning rush hours have been really busy as of late and we've got guys like Mike Fratelloni uh, and uh, Spence saying that they need employees. How are you doing with employees? Are you full up? Do you have a full staff there?
4: We don't, we're, we're running, we're running a little light. And, uh, I think we're going to probably, well, we are, we're always looking for good, uh, good, good people, you know, good, uh, solid hardworking people, um, who want to join our team. So whether they're in the, you know, detailing or painting or bodywork or, you know, uh, doing estimating and that type of thing we're always looking for those folks because I do believe that you know it's going to just get busier as we go and Kenny there's uh we're we're, we're going to be planning for an expansion we're going to be adding on to the building here uh, oh. hopefully within the next year so it's going to uh, happen it's going to happen so uh so we're going to need more bodies to fill that up and and provide more service
2: Uh, And I know from being in there and snooping around in the shop your employees are are a happy bunch of fellas I didn't I haven't seen a frown among them not once Uh, So that's pretty cool. So give Mike Schoonover and Schoonover Body Works uh, in class Uh, If you're just starting out or even if you're an old vet and you need a change of uh, scenery uh, Stop in or call Schoonover Body Works. They do general repairs maintenance tires glass body work three generations of caring for our automobiles And every person, and I can attest to this, every person at Schoonover goes above and beyond what's necessary to make sure your experience with them is awesome. Thank you, GLers, for choosing SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. It's not
0: working. Turn me down. Oh, let me do it. What? This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Soucery. Here's a guy who thinks drinking three beers
3: isn't actually drinking at all.
0: (laughs) Here's John Height in the newsroom.
1: Thanks,
3: Joe. Uh, As expected. St. Paul DFLers endorsing Mayor Melvin Carter's reelection bid on Wednesday. I'm shocked. Plus the candidacies of three school board hopefuls and first-round results. The balloting being conducted virtually this year because of the pandemic now heads into a second round to determine if a fourth school board candidate can muster the 60% delegate support needed to win the party nod. You know, this government
0: scam is incredible. These people haven't been in the building. They're at home. Yep. They've, they've remained at home.
1: But wait, they've obviously either had a pay reduction or missed some checks once in a while, just like, you know, every, everybody else No, I don't country. think so. No, they're still getting paid? But we're all in it together. That's true. Yeah.
3: Uh, Carter, who faced no opposition for the endorsement, secured 89% of the 513 ballots cast. Voters will be electing four school board members November three to four-year terms and one to complete the remaining two years of the seat vacated this winter by former member Steve Marchese. Clayton Hawat, a parent leader at Galtier uh, Community School who helped save the school from closure, was the lone candidate for the two-year endorsement. He got 84% of the vote. Still vying for endorsement, Jim View, the school board's current vice president, and James Farnworth, a member of the University of Minnesota Board of Regents who ran unsuccessfully for the St. Paul Board a year ago. Second-round balloting runs through today. Minneapolis police are investigating a deadly motorcycle crash Tuesday as a possible homicide. Oh. the family of the yeah family of the victim identified the uh, victim as 26 year old Caleb Hutchins of North Minneapolis. family members came to the scene in an alley behind some shops at Lowry and Queen Avenues to see where Hutchins was hit on the motorcycle Tuesday. His family said he was test driving a small motorcycle before the incident to possibly buy it. Minneapolis police spokesman John Elder said on Tuesday the person chasing the motorcycle was doing so very aggressively for a period of time. There's reason to believe the contact with the victim vehicle by our suspect vehicle appears to be intentional and that would make this a homicide. Police said they gathered information from video cameras and witnesses in the area. Homicide detectives have been assigned to work the case with members of MPD's traffic unit. The vehicle that's believed to have hit Hutchins was later found Tuesday, according to police, who also said they are searching it for any possible clues. A 15-year-old injured in a shooting in Fridley on Sunday has died, authorities said. According to the Anoka County Sheriff's Office, Anthony Joseph Roos of Blaine died from injuries uh, that he suffered on Tuesday. One moment, sorry. Uh, the Anoka County Attorney's Office is seeking to have Isaiah Harold Stefan Holmes certified to stand trial as an adult. He's 17. Holmes is charged with one count each of first-degree assault, second-degree assault, and first-degree attempted aggravated robbery. Roos was a passenger in a car with two others who drove to the area in the 6,000 block of Main Street Sunday night to buy marijuana. As the passengers in the van spoke to a man arranging the sale, Holmes appeared at the van's door with a gun to initiate a robbery and told the van driver not to drive off or yell. The driver slammed on the accelerator and Holmes fired several times, according to the complaint. The driver drove Roos to, uh, to Mercy Hospital. He'd been shot in the neck and upper shoulder, suffered massive bleeding, also suffered cardiac arrest, according to charges. Roos was transferred to Henry <coughs> County Medical Center for further treatment, but he died about 7.30 on Sunday.
2: You know, they they need to. Amazon needs to start doing weed deliveries. This is just too dangerous for these guys to go mm-hmm. out
3: and
1: exchange money and do all this. I'm sure that's have, coming. But would the deliver. legalization of of marijuana would it make a difference with stories like this, Kenny?
2: Um, even my, I am of the opinion that if you legalize marijuana, the criminal element is still going to continue. That's
1: what I thought too. Yeah. John, can you I, do me I a favor and th- boost your mic just a, t- just a tad if you I, could, uh, sir? I
2: cannot <laughs> confirm this. I have no idea. But I'm guessing that the uh, pot shops charge a pretty penny for uh, weed. And you could probably still get it cheaper on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that's it. That's just a guess on my part. I don't know.
3: Smoke from wildfires hundreds of miles away has resulted in local air quality alerts. And while large fires in western states and Canada have been getting all the attention, in northern Minnesota this has already been an unprecedented fire season. The state didn't get the late spring snow or rain in June that it usually does, and it also got hot early, according to Paul Lundgren. his wildlife section manager for the Minnesota Department of of Natural Resources. He says that's a problem because the most dangerous fire months are still ahead of us. August and September are normally the busy months for wildfires in Minnesota. Lundgren estimates we would need 6 to 8 inches of rain over two weeks to solve this problem. And he said that's not necessarily good either, but we're way behind. Historically, in June and July, the Minnesota DNR sees about 50 wildfires, but right now we're pushing 250 over the last month and a half, according to Lundgren. Fighting wildfires, hard work, and takes long hours away from the family. According to Lundgren, between Division of Forestry staff and other agencies, there are about 800 people right now fighting wildfires in Minnesota, on the ground and in the air. Lundgren asks anyone headed up north to be aware of what's going on. Be ready because conditions can change quickly. He also suggests checking the DNR's Fire, Danger,
1: and Burning Restrictions website before you go. Um, John...
2: um Go ahead, Chris.
1: You first. Well, I was just going to say. Uh, well, this isn't is completely unrelated to what John was just talking about. So.
2: As is my issue. Okay,
1: John. I know um, how much you love one of my trust, most trusted news sources, The Onion. Um, they have a <laughs> great tweet that I know you will uh, you will enjoy. Yes. It's got a picture of uh, Jim Jordan uh, yeah. on there, and yeah. it says, "Bat wielding Jim Jordan busts through Capitol window demanding to be allowed under the January sixth committee."
3: <laughs> That's uh, that's that's pretty funny on a number of levels. Yes, right. it right. is
1: very yes. clever.
3: Yes, it very is. clever.
2: Now, uh, John, I, I know how much you love, and for the life of me, I can't figure out why. But I like you anyway. Uh, I I don't know. You really, really love Eric Clapton. Have you seen the recent news and headlines surrounding Eric Clapton? He refuses to play shows where proof of vaccine is required. That's because evidently he suffered a pretty bad reaction to a couple of
3: vaccines. Now now that sounds like you would like him for that, right? I think Uh, from from what you've said. uh, John, I'm going to tell you something that might shock you.
2: I think you're better than Eric Clapton. And you know why? (laughs)
0: I don't think he is, Kenny. I don't think he is. is,
2: Because John is the only guitar player that has his own blend of coffee.
0: Oh, Kenny, you (laughs) beat me, you (laughs) devil. Where do you think the Stones stand on the vaccination thing? They're gonna be playing at the U.S. Bank Stadium in October. I got that that coming up here. Who
2: cares about those old farts? Because you can, (laughs) GLers, you can get the Johnny Height guitar blend from the coffee grounds in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Uh, you know what, and I don't care where you are, in the on the planet you can get these beans delivered right to your door. Click on thecoffeegrounds.com. We actually have a bunch of blends over there, guys. The Krabby Coffee Shop blend, GL blend, Spoon Lake blend, and the aforementioned Johnny blend. It's decaf and it's wonderful. Order it online, have it shipped right to your door, and if you're in the area. This is the only coffee shop I've ever been in that wasn't full of snobs. You go in there and it's not a bunch of hippies giving you the stink eye when you walk yeah. in. It's everyday folks and it's a great place. You can get yourself a cigar. Um, they have their own brewery there. You can get some coffee stout, uh, four kinds of root beer, uh, aged cheese. It's wonderful. They have a They're great restaurant too, Kenny. I ate whole restaurant. It was wonderful. Home cooked meals. Yep give me a name one coffee shop in america where you can get a home-cooked meal it's just the coffee grounds uh they're just north of 94 Southtown drive right off 93 uh, and north of 94 in eau claire everything you
3: need in life can be found at the coffeegrounds.com. thank you kenny a canadian man i i doff my cap to you a canadian man entered a guilty plea wednesday to illegally possessing a firearm when he was arrested near fergus falls the U.S. Attorney's Office and 30-year-old Mozamil adin Adao entered the plea after he and his co-defendant, 29-year-old Dane Adrian Sitladin, were stopped near Fergus Falls in January. Court documents say the trooper that pulled them over smelled marijuana, searched the vehicle after hearing suspicious statements. Uh, not only did they find one firearm in the truck, authorities found 67 firearms and several pistol magazines. A sentencing date will be set for a later time. Do you know why they get pulled over?
2: Was it an equipment violation or were they doing a buck ten? It was something really stupid,
3: if I remember right. I don't recall. Yeah, that's not part of the story, of course. Uh, All right. I don't recall. All right. Uh, The Park Board, Minneapolis, rejected a $43 million redesign of the Hiawatha golf course for a second time Wednesday night after a long debate between ecological sustainability and historic preservation. Park staff have recommended reducing the number of holes from 18 to 9 in the hopes of improving flood resiliency and reducing excessive groundwater pumping at the low-lying course that abuts Lake Hiawatha. The 5-4 decision means the course will remain unchanged with 18 holes.
1: Is this
0: woke on woke crime? Well, it's a traditionally black course, and it would have been a shame to, uh, to lose it. No, I guess I meant by
1: they're arguing that, what was the, what was the line, John? Ecological
3: ecological sustainability and historic preservation.
1: Meets historical preservation. Is that is that woke-on-woke woke crime?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. That uh, is, is that a swamp, Kenny? Is that a swampy part of the town?
2: What Kenny are we talking about? The Hiawatha Golf oh, Course. course. <laughs> very, very, very swampy. And mm. it actually used to be a swamp. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I'm getting emails I, from a guy who intends to run for mayor, and his platform is something to do with fixing this water problem in Minneapolis. Hmm, I, yeah. I hope he gets back to me. I, I didn't know yeah. what he meant in the initial emails.
2: It was all part of uh, Lake Hiawatha and um, Nokomisul- and uh, Minnehaha Creek. It all kind of converges
3: right there. Uh, as Joe alluded to just a few minutes ago, the Rolling Stones announcing an October 24th stop at U.S. Bank Stadium as part of 13 mostly rescheduled, uh, rescheduled U.S. dates on their sidelined no-filter tour. If you have tickets for the original 2020 date postponed by the COVID-19 pandemic, they'll be honored at the new date, which falls on a Sunday evening. Uh, More tickets to the concert also on sale now via Ticketmaster, starting at $66 for the 300-level upper bowl seats on up to $496 for reserved floor seats. Minneapolis now falls about halfway through the band's rescheduled itinerary, which several cities from the 2020 run had to be canceled. They now kick it off in Pittsburgh on October 4th, and it winds down November 20th in Austin, Texas. A special stop in New Orleans added on October 13th as part of that city's Jazz and Heritage Festival, where the band had to cancel in 2019. Uh, Remember, Mick Jagger had to have that emergency heart surgery at that point.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Joe, I mean no offense to a kid you used to have, but Mm -hmm. I don't care that I've never seen The Stones. I really don't.
0: Oh, boy. I've seen him what's eight times. Are you going to this yeah. one? I don't. I think uh, once I heard Johnny with those prices. I think I've seen him enough. You, you're well, good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> has uh,
2: the, the kid you used to have? Isn't it right around a 100, 100 times? Yeah, I mean, he's this button-down.
0: He's a button-down accountant. He's seen him all over the world. I can't. Yeah. I don't okay. understand it.
2: That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. I, yeah. I respect that. At least it's I, not the Grateful
3: Dead or right. somebody awful. <laughs> I had the I had tickets for last year's, but uh, I returned them when, when no. they got canceled. So mm. I don't know.
2: Should have seen, I would have loved to. Did you see them in the 70s, Joe? Oh, yeah. Come on, you're lying. No. That was a lie on your part.
0: No, I think they were at the St. Paul Civic Center in the late 70s. Yeah.
2: That's when I would have loved to see them. If
0: the I world. knew they were going to do a set uh, that did not include any of these war horses, they trot out all the time, I'd be interested. But I've heard... Uh, I've heard Jumpin' Jack Flash uh, quite enough. Now. You want to hear Start Me Up. That's no, what you I don't want to hear that. That's my point. I don't want to <laughs> hear these old war horses. I want to hear some club type stuff.
2: What was their disco song, John? Uh, miss You? Miss You. Yeah, that might be it. You know,
1: I missed you. <laughs> well, if I can read between the lines here, I think what I'm, what I'm hearing is if um, a kid you used to have was interested in coming to Minneapolis, uh, you'd, you'd you'd go along for the ride.
0: If Depends you who has to buy ticket. the tickets. <laughs> yeah. 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 I,
3: I've heard stories, Joe, that uh, sometimes at your house, maybe later on in the evening, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you've had a couple, you know, yeah. uh, you might buy some tickets for concerts yeah. on occasion. I think you've told me that story. I have, I have. Yeah.
2: On, on those <laughs> nights when he's not drinking by his standards. Yeah.
3: Exactly.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, we did have a, uh, a musician, uh, This now this is going to be a very uh, uh, musician death, uh, very obscure, uh, this is a longtime uh, presence on the L.A. music scene, running buddy of Tom Waits and the subject of a top five hit for Ricky Lee Jones, oh, Chucky no. Weiss. No, yeah. no. Yeah, Chucky Weiss died oh. this week, Tuesday, at the age of 76. Uh, he uh, No immediate cause of death, although he had been suffering from cancer. Uh, Chucky was a stable performer on Mondays at the Central Nightclub on the Sunset Strip for 11 years oh. with his band. Uh, Weiss convinced friend Johnny Depp to help revive the club when it fell on hard times. It then became the Viper Room, one of the hottest music venues oh, in the city. I've been there. Uh, Weiss didn't like to travel by airplane so he largely confined his activities to Southern California but he reached nationwide fame on songwriter and friend Ricky Lee Jones' debut album in 1979. Jones was then the girlfriend of Tom Waits. They were friends with Weiss. They frequently hung out with him at the legendary punk motel the Tropicana in Los Angeles. Weiss disappeared for a time but then phoned Waits to tell him he moved to his hometown of Denver because he had fallen in love with a cousin who lived there
0: that's good uh, wait
3: a second Chucky Wait, this purportedly hung up the phone looked at Jones and said Chucky's in love well she wrote that song and it hit number four on the Billboard Hot 100 yeah. uh, making it her biggest hit that's, that's a hell of a cool. story do you have that's any a, <laughs> uh do you have
2: any of Chuck's albums I don't
3: John? I do not it's uh, I know I've heard <laughs> some that's, uh, I have extremely and cool
2: and the other side of town I only have two of them yeah
3: you would say it's, it's good stuff, nothing, you know. Acquired taste,
2: things. but fun. I, I yeah. really enjoy them. Yeah. Fun, fun yep. would be a good way to Speaking put Speaking of
1: music, did you guys see the divorce settlement for Dr. Dre?
3: Nope.
1: Uh, Dr. Dre married, or, uh, excuse me, a judge has ordered that Dr. Dre is to pay his ex-wife $300,000 in spousal support per month. Huh. Ooh. Ooh. Hope she oh, i get by on until that. she either remarries <laughs> or passes away. Oh, oh, 300
0: grand a month
3: forever Unless she marries or dies. Wow.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think I, I've I haven't made that much in a lifetime.
0: That's only 3.6 <laughs> million a year. I uh, That's not the That's I, not I the,
2: I'm not of the tax bracket where I refer to 3.6 as only. Right. <laughs> and I'm going
1: to just go out on this nice sturdy limb here and suggest that I don't I doubt she's going to get remarried.
0: Not with
3: 300 uh, yeah, grand a no, month coming why, in. Why, no. why would you want to? No,
1: I I don't uh, think that's going to happen.
3: An odd crime story from back in my old neck of the woods, Bismarck, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. A Bismarck man who police say tried to strangle his girlfriend with a modified yo-yo string has been charged with attempted murder and three other felonies. Boop. I did do do it. Do it. <laughs> too. That's why
0: I didn't bother to do it.
3: Yo, yo, man. <laughs> the woman on Tuesday morning was driving 32-year-old Derek Dillman to the Bismarck Police Department where he planned to turn himself in on outstanding warrants. Dillman repeatedly kicked the dashboard and the windshield and threatened to kill the woman who ran a stoplight in an effort to more quickly get to the police station. It did not say what prompted Dillman's alleged outburst. Dillman allegedly wrapped the yo-yo string around her neck as she pulled into the parking lot. The string broke. She was able to leave the car and go inside the station. According to the affidavit, Dillman drove away in the car. Police later found Dillman as he rode a mini bike on Washington Street in Bismarck. He ignored commands to stop, telling police he had to get to the Capitol. He was arrested on the Capitol grounds once he got there. Dillman, in addition to aggravated murder, is charged with felony aggravated assault, terrorizing, and fleeing police. He also faces, uh, faces misdemeanors for driving under suspension, attempting to give false information to law enforcement. Uh, no attorney listed for him in court documents. The
0: news is the weird things that happen to people. Yes, yep. thousands yep. of people drove down. What's the name of the street in Bismarck, Washington? Washington. And and along comes this little twerp on his mini bike, and you know we, you get this sordid story. Yeah, you know. and she's if okay, only... correct, John? She's yeah, she's fine. She's yes. be fine. Yep. Okay. If
2: only there, there were uh, there were a podcast that would uh, you know talk about <laughs> those fun weird stories. Well, and, nah, if you work.
1: dummies are going to cite the correct uh, story, then you need to have the correct. Sound
0: bite. Mm-hmm. I just hope he wasn't on one of those scooters from EcoFund. I don't want any of those associated with it. Nice. Right? nice. Right? Nice. They turn every urban adver- errand into adventure, but not like this Torp in North Dakota. These are for, you know, students and people doing errands in town. Either that or the Bintelli e-bikes, which are fabulous. Five levels of electric assist and a, uh, Tim and his daughter know more about Bentelli e-bikes than anybody in the country. They have a great inventory, full line of Yamaha products, youth recreational equipment, helmets, apparel, and of course a great service department. But uh, there's no there's no school sale going on now. That was that was my fault. Yeah, that, that, that's that, that did not uh, happen. I'm either a month early or a year late on that one. And uh, <laughs> but EcoFun, uh, great people. They're right on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Lots of summer biking left and scootering really great products they're really fun and they'll take care of you at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 John in Forest Lake
3: Texas state representative Philip Cortez was one of roughly 60 democratic lawmakers who abandoned that special session of the legislature and uh, flew out to Washington DC with his colleagues well he now has decided to go back home and address the issue Cortez posted a statement online explaining he was asked by fellow Democrats in his home state to come back, help them work on improving the bill. He maintained that what the other Democrats are doing in the nation's capital is worthwhile, saying he and his colleagues, quote, need to fight this battle on parallel tracks in Texas and Washington with one goal in mind, full and open access to voting for all Texans. Governor Greg Abbott had called the special session in order to address a number of issues, including election integrity. Uh, Cortez was the second Democrat to leave the group in D.C. and come back home after State Representative Harold Dutton left, his, uh, left that area for family reasons. The governor had warned that those avoiding the special sessions would be arrested when they got back to Texas. But that has not happened to either Cortez and Dutton, both coming back without any issues.
0: I would just send a cartoon by a friend who uh, and there's a guy sitting in the doctor's office and he has an arrow through his head and the doctor says at first glance I'd say you had an arrow through your head but I'm going to run a COVID test to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) John thank you. Yes. That's just fantastic. Yes it is. We'll be back. Yes it is. This guy wears many hats just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Back in January of this year, I got a note from a fellow named George Pett, and it read as follows. Joe, are you possibly interested in archaeological mysteries similar to Josh Gates' Expedition Unknown or Curse of Oak Island? I have a mystery here in Minnesota. I've written a book on the search. It would make an interesting segment on the show. I grew up in the Crocus Hill area of St. Paul, and I'm sure we have many mutual acquaintances from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. I think you'd uh, get a kick out of this story. Hope to hear back from you at your earliest convenience. And back then, I, I texted him and said, or I emailed him back and said, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, I'll keep this in mind. Well, I'm finally getting around to keeping it in mind. So I uh, wrote him the other day and said, uh, no, back then, I'm sorry, back in January, I said, uh, tell me more. And then what followed was this from January of this year. Just south of Frontenac, Minnesota, there is a historical marker about a French fort near there, built in 1727 and lost with no trace. Minnesota Department of Archaeology did a big search in 1976, couldn't find anything French, found Indian artifacts galore. They used metal probes pushing them down three feet. I thought maybe my metal detector might work better. State of Minnesota would not allow me to detect and dig on Frontenac State Park property. Stymied. Read the archaeological survey they published in 1978. They were not allowed to investigate on the adjoining 140 acres owned by the Ursuline Sisters at the Villa Maria Academy. I called them for permission. Sorry, can't. They had just sold it for $2.3 million. Shoot. Turns out they sold to my old Linwood Park grade school buddy, John Rupp, who, as you know, owns the University Club, Commodore, etc., Called him, asked permission to detect and dig. No problem, but I have to share half of all gold. The archaeological survey stated that Mother Superior Kostka had found numerous French artifacts in 1890, but they were lost when the school burned to the ground in 1969. I've searched all over the 140 acres and have found many interesting artifacts, but so far nothing French and 300 years old. My metal detector only goes down three feet. I need a gradiometer or a magnetometer. To find the burned Fort Wall stumps. Very expensive. Mm-hmm. I have found old iron nails that appear to be about 225 years old and numerous Indian artifacts too, broken arrowheads or spear points. The nails may be from the remains of a John Jacob Astor fur trading post purported to be in that historic Sand Point area. I started to write this all on January 1st, 2020, as a middle grade novel, 44,000 words, not quite finished. Comparable to maybe the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew teaming up as the lost Fort Finders or maybe Raymond Arroyo's Will Wilder series. No agent or publisher yet. Rupp's renovation of the resort hotel has slowed due to COVID. Uh, There are other odd conspiracy theories tied to this historic area. Not sure if that is of interest to you. The reason I started all this was because the marker mentions that within the Fort Walls was the first Catholic church in Minnesota. I thought that should be found. This should be a tourist attraction like the Fort of Mackinac, Michigan. Why hasn't this been found? Does the church not want it found? Is the state of Minnesota not want it found because it was burned to the ground by the Indians? The French had to flee and they buried hundreds and thousands of valuable furs and the Jesuit priests expensive survey equipment. I don't think there is any gold buried, although this was all happening at the exact time they were building the money pit in Canada. I'm unaware of what that is. Well,
2: that's... That's the one you mock me about.
0: Though well, that's the treasure it's of the yeah, Cove or Oak Island. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, a slight connection to Ignatius Donnelly and the Mound Builder's Theory. A book written in 1911 stated there was a mound on the sister's property. I found it. The sisters built a replica of the Blessed Mother at Lourdes right on top of it. Interesting. I could go on, but you get the idea. Let me know what you think. And I've decided that I think I want to talk to them about this. It sounds fascinating. Here's,
2: here's the deal. Yeah. I, I'm not going to allow this to happen unless you do one thing. Mm-hmm. You have to devote the entire 90 minutes to this. I don't want you rushing this and shuffling them out of here in 20 minutes like you do for everybody else. I want you to relax Kick back and devote an entire episode one day to this because this is absolutely fascinating. I love this. I've
0: emailed him today, and he's agreed uh, any day next week is fine with him. So I will book him for a show next week and tell you on Monday when that will be.
2: Try to make it towards the end of the week because I've got a bunch of books that I want to do a little bit of research in beforehand. All right. Uh, um, Because uh, some of these Mountain Men books I've been reading— Make a lot of references to the Mississippi, basically from uh, the lake all the way up to uh, St. Anthony Falls.
1: And if I might offer up a suggestion, can you please make <laughs> it a day? Rookies here.
2: No, no, no. please don't let no. no so really, it's got to be next next Thursday. I don't yeah, want he yeah, he. I don't want his up. ass grabbing stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd, he'd, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you next find Thursday, any mad magazines
2: or anything food? down there? <laughs> Try try for next Thursday, because I would love to join him in the search. This is fascinating. I love this.
0: Hail the flashlight king. Hail Hail you. you. Joe, I've just returned from a trip to the Upper Peninsula. I'm imagining she means uh, Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I and my two siblings, ages 37 to 46, and my parents went on a family vacation. No spouses or grandkids. It was full of reminiscing about trips we'd taken as kids and teens with just the five of us. Uh, or with grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins. I think this may count as Americana. On our way home, we stopped in Norway, Michigan to patronize a Scandinavian gift shop. Our family is Swedish and my mom is a professional Norwegian painter. The shop turned out to be a quaint store set up on the front half of a residential Victorian house, probably built at the turn of the century. The college aged son of the owner was keeping the shop while his mom who owned the store was at an appointment. He was pleasant, cheerful young man who wasn't particularly interested in the Scandinavian items in the store, but nonetheless patiently listened to our mom talk about her trips to Sweden and Norway. We didn't get the young man's name, but he helped make a wonderful trip more memorable. To top off our stop in Norway as we drove down the block, five teenage boys were playing street hockey in the middle of the street. This promptly led to a conversation between my siblings and I of playing kick the can, yelling can when a car was coming, and staying out until the streetlights came on to indicate it was time to go home. We had a great trip, and Dad didn't even have to pull over the car despite some heated debates. Uh, good luck, Heather from Wisconsin. Uh, yes, Heather, I think you qualify. That's that's Americana. That's Americana. Very nice. And yesterday, uh, Tim writes, on yesterday's This Day in Minnesota History, Kenny was surprised to learn that James J. Hill started out as a lowly shipping clerk. He may may also be surprised to learn that there was another lowly shipping clerk in Minnesota at that time who became as wealthy as Hill. Richard was born in 1863 in Stewartville, Minnesota, where his father worked as a blacksmith. When he was seven, the family moved to Spring Valley, where he befriended Almanzo Wilder, the future husband of Laura Ingalls Wilder. At the age of 17, Richard took a job in Redwood Falls as a shipping clerk for the Minneapolis and St. Louis Railway. One day his station received a shipment of gold watches from a Chicago manufacturer. The local jeweler refused to accept the shipment because they were unsolicited. Like every great entrepreneur, Richard saw this potential problem as an opportunity. He was able to negotiate a special deal with the manufacturer, wherein he would sell the watches on consignment and keep any profit above $12 a watch. His timing, no pun intended, was fortuitous. The nation had just adopted the concept of time zones, and he quickly sold all the watches by letter to railroad station agents around the country who needed to keep time accurately. He was 22 at the time and used the profits to move to Minneapolis to start his own watch company. He began placing advertisements in farm publications and mailing flyers to potential customers. He took a folksy approach in his ad, speaking directly to rural and small-town communities, persuading them to uh, purchase by mail order. In 1887, Richard moved his company to Chicago because it was a transportation hub and much closer to the population centers of that time. His first hire in Chicago was a young watch repairman by the name of Alva Roebuck. The Richard in this story is, of course, Richard Sears, and together they founded a little company called Sears Roebuck & Company. The company that began by selling watches in Minneapolis eventually became the company that sold everything and became America's largest retailer, a title it held until the early 1980s. The farm kid from Stewartville became one of the country's wealthiest men, the Jeff Bezos of his era. He died at the relatively young age of 50, but his childhood friend Almanzo Wilder lived to the ripe old age of 92. Isn't that something? Mm. Isn't it's amazing
2: that, something? that the company that invented mail order was killed by Amazon.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Just went up into space. Only because they come to us from Tom Lyman, who's traveling the world. He's now in Henderson, Nevada. It's on this day in Minnesota history. And I did get his emails today. <laughs> on this day in 1850, okay, July 22nd the steamboat Yankee proves that the Minnesota River is navigable by traveling for 300 miles upstream from Fort Snelling. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's the only one. We didn't do anything in Minnesota on this day in 1850 you know why? except that. It was summer. We had stuff to do. Yeah, and there wasn't Grunhoffers around. No. So they weren't grilling back. Well, they might have been grilling, but it would have been very primitive. You couldn't have made a Grunhoffer run back then. No, you can now, and there's new broad flavors, pineapple, jalapeno, cheese curd, and dill pickle and cheddar cheese. Mm. Oh, man. You know what Spencer's telling us, too? If you or someone you know would like part-time work in a fast-growing, locally-owned business, contact Spencer Grunhofer. Uh, nothing but quality since 2007. And because of the generosity and popularity of the place with GLers, there's a new store in Forest Lake. They're selling the same delicious brats, burgers, Wagyu steaks. They're giving away a a Weber grill. It's right on uh, Highway 97 uh, across the street from the quick trip on Highway 97. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats is right on the corner up there. The original and uh, uh, location that we've all become aware of, of course, is on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61, it's Grunhofer's old fashioned meats. You know, um, before we go, uh, I think
1: I have something relative to that, Joe. Mm-hmm. You guys are all familiar with the rapper named 50 Cent, right? I, I am Fitty. vaguely it's sure. 50, 50, 50 Cent. cent. 50. I know him as Fitty. Yeah. Do you know what 50 Cent did when he got hungry? I don't. 58. 58? 50 eight? Oh, God. 50-8. I should have said that. Honest to a, God. A a minute, wait a minute. Let's get the hell do out I of here. Do I
0: know what he did when he got hungry?
1: Right. But what, did, what did 50 Cent do when he got hungry? 58. 58.
0: Oh, God. God. That's just dreadful.
1: i am giving myself up. Hit the music. One. Okay. Come yeah. on. Goodbye. Go can't, can't believe we're not out of here yet. <laughs> Jeez, look at oh. the time. I had to get that joke in really quick. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, um... Yeah. If you have a a spare minute or two, why don't you stroll on over to the old Garage Logic YouTube page and hit that subscribe button, just like (laughs) thousands of others have done. Uh, Kenny, I love you. Kenny Uh, leaves. Joe pretty much threw off his headphones. And 58. That's that's what happened. 58. What am I talking about now? Yeah, also download the PodMN app. And honestly, thank you to the GLers that did show up to our baseball game last night. That was really, really cool, thank you. It is that time once again here in Garage Logic, where we pick up that phone, we make that phone call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold G. Yellers. That's exactly what you should do today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Mr. Money Talk, and you also get straight talk. You never get sugar-coated advice, and Josh is on the line with us right now, and Josh, I have a very simple question today. Are you buying shoes or where are you buying shoes?
5: Chris, I buy shoes all the time. I buy my shoes either at TC Running or at Run and Fun. TC Running in Eden Prairie, Run and Fun in St. Paul. They give me the Josh Arnold Investment Consultant and Runner Discount. So if you're looking to buy shoes, those are the two places to go. No matter what's happening in the economy, my father used to say, people need Shoe. Actually, a lot of people have been enjoying Crocs, those colorful plastic shells or clogs that people wear around. And wearing so many of them, that Crocs reported better than expected earnings today, raised their guidance and saw the stock jump almost 10 percent, $12 a share to $132 a share, and if not an all-time high, pretty close to an all-time high. Crocs. Who would have Who would have thought? Like I'm still still back looking at at Nike which creeps up a little bit, creeps down. And we talked about Nike several weeks ago as they were able to post better-than-expected numbers on the back of digital sales, which allowed them to sell more stuff at full price and not discounted. Nike's uh, number one wholesale outlet is still Foot Locker. Now well, they sell a lot of basketball shoes through Foot Locker, particularly in urban market. Foot Locker also has digital, pay attention to that, Digital, so you can buy from Foot Locker on digital, and you can also use their mail order or internet retailer, East Bay, just in the next, uh, next. Date over. East Bay was publicly traded under the market symbol EBAY. Oh, well, that's another place that I have gotten shoes, but their stock is just not cutting it, and that's eBay now. East Bay was acquired by Woolworths, which became known as also on Foot Locker. They just dropped the Woolworths when they dropped the Five and Dime stores, now known as Foot Locker. Foot Locker today did get an upgrade. Other companies to look at in the shoe area include Wolverine Worldwide. They happen to own one of the better running brands in addition to, to Hush Puppy, Sockening. And if you're really looking for what is now the hot running shoe in the, in the market or the best-selling shoe, that's Brooks. And that's owned by a little company called Berkshire Hathaway, located in Omaha, Nebraska. Now, Berkshire owns a lot more than shoes and candy stores. They own a big railroad. They own insurance companies. They own Energy asset. And they have two of the best investors, Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, running the company. And if you're looking for steady growth over time, take a look at some of the shoe companies out there.
1: Excellent report. As always, Mr. Money Talk GLers, you heard him. Pick up that phone and make that call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Call 952 925 5608. That's 952-925-5608 to get Josh and straight talk and never sugarcoated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you again next week.
5: Big earnings next week. Big earnings.
1: Investment advisor
0: services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.